All right, everybody. Hello. How are you? I pray that you are well. Man, you're doing incredibly awesome. This recording today is going to be uh, confession, confession as it relates to finances. You know, there's a lot, been a lot of discussion over the years in the uh, body of Christ about finances and, and fights over prosperity and the whole nine yards. But the fact of the matter is the Bible talks a lot about finances. And the Lord cares about, yes, us getting to heaven, but he, care, he understands that he put us here on the earth to be able to live and survive. And so stewardship is a part of it. Bills is a part of life, uh, having a roof over your head, and also having uh, the ability to be able to help other people out. So, I mean, it, it's a necessary thing. We all need it. It's one of the biggest things in life that we deal with is finances. That and, and sickness, I think, will be the, the, the next thing. So we're going to deal with that. We're, gonna, we're going to confess some things, scriptures, based on scripture that the Bible has said to us. I want to read to you seven things about uh, confession, seven things about confession, seven, seven scriptures. We're going to start off with that. Just set a basis for or a foundation for what we're about to do. Just a small one, not a whole teaching, but just read some scriptures. And this is Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Are they going to, they're going to eat or they're going to live off or they're going to uh, uh, grow and produce what comes out of their mouth. And this, the next one is Philippians 4, 8. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure and whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Meditate on these things. And confession is a form of meditation. Matthew 21 and 22. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Confession is a demonstration of your faith by agreeing with what God's already said. Let's look at, uh, let's, let's read Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goes out of my, from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. All right, let's look at a couple more here. Mark eleven twenty three, And this is Jesus talking. This is what Jesus said. Now, you know, I tell people all the time, Jesus was the original faith preacher. Uh, in Mark eleven twenty three, Truly I say to you, that, whatsoever, who, that who, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that which he says shall come to pass, it will be done for him. Uh, Matthew 4, 4. But he answered, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And here's uh, the last one, 1 Peter. And this is 1 Peter 3 and verse 10. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Listen, God honors his word. And when we confess his word, when he speak his word, in fact, the, the scripture says uh, that God calls those things to be not as though they were, and we're made in his image. So that word call in that scripture literally means to summons. 
So people say, well, I'm not going to say things that I don't have. Well, you're not saying what you don't have. You're calling for the thing that you don't have. It's a form of prayer. So let's do that right now. We're going to make some declarations, some confessions over our finances, and we're going to believe God that he will honor his word and he's going to turn some things around. When, when you pray, Mark 11, 24, believe that you receive and you, you shall have what you pray for. So here we go. So this first part is uh, to, to eliminate debt, right? So what you may want to do is you want to take all of your bills and debts or taxes or whatever you may owe and put them right in front of you and lay hands on them, speak on them to the point to the, with the intensity that some spit drops might even hit on them. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. In Jesus name. And on the authority of his holy word. I call these debts paid in full. Yeah, just repeat after me. Just repeat after me. I call these debts paid in full. Debt. I speak to you in Jesus name. Be paid. And be gone. Dematerialize and cease to exist. I now declare that all my debts, mortgages, notes, and or taxes paid in full, canceled, or dissolved. This is to collect money owed to you or accounts receivable. We're going to confess the following. And this is based on Matthew 18, 18. Jesus said, whatsoever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Therefore, I loose the finances that are owed to me. I call this money in so that these accounts are paid in Jesus' name. And again, that's based on uh, eight, Matthew 18, 18. God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God is the source of my supply. And I have more than enough to pay my bills and pay them on time. Be paid in full in Jesus' name. This is taken from Philippians 4, 19. Now we're going to confess the following, confess the following to sell property. To sell property. And we're going to talk to it. Jesus talked to trees. Jesus said we could speak to mountains so we can speak to property. They made a wood and concrete. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. Jesus said you would obey me. You're going to be a blessing to someone. And I call you sold in Jesus name. Let's do that one again. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. Jesus said you would obey me. You're going to be a blessing to someone. And I call you sold in Jesus name.
in Jesus' name. And this, we're going to confess this to buy property, to buy property. I call those things that be not as though they were. I call those things that be not as though they were. I now call the property that fits my needs and desires and will be a blessing to me. I call you to me now. In Jesus name. I declare that God's highest and best. Is done in this matter. And the angels are now working on my behalf. And that's according to Romans 4, 17. Now to remove hindrances, to remove hindrances. God, your word says that whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Therefore, on the authority of your word, I bind every force that has set itself against me and my financial prosperity. I hereby declare all curses against me null and void and harmless. I am redeemed from the curse of poverty. I am free from oppression. I now loose the abundance of God and all that rightly belongs to me now comes to me under grace in a more perfect way. Now we're going to call the things that are not to increase our paycheck. If you believe in God for a pay raise, we're going to confess the following. Heavenly Father, I call for a raise as I honor you with the first fruits of my increase. I give thanks for this job and bless my employer. I now declare that this check is multiplied and increased. I am now richly rewarded for my work, both creatively and financially. And that's according to Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. Now to increase your investments and bank accounts. I call for abundance. As I honor the Lord with my capital. And sufficiency. My storage places. Investments and bank accounts are filled with plenty and my presses burst forth with new wine. I am abundantly supplied 
And that's according to Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. For employment, for employment, we're going to confess the following. I now dissolve and put aside all negative and limiting beliefs about where I will work and what kind of job is available to me. I open myself to all of God's possibilities. I call for a perfect, satisfying, well-paying job to manifest in my life. I'm always in the right place at the right time. For the spirit of God directs my steps. And that's based on Proverbs 16, 9 and Romans 5, 17. Now we're going to confess these to program our spirit for success. Have to program your spirit for success. I am filled with the knowledge of God's will. And all wisdom and spiritual understanding. His will is my prosperity. And this is according to Colossians 119 and Psalms 35, 27. God delights in my prosperity. He gives me power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant. Upon the earth. And this is according to Deuteronomy 8, 18 and eleven twelve. I immediately respond in faith. To the guidance of the Holy Spirit within me. I am always in the right place. At the right time. Because my steps are ordered of the Lord. And this is based on Psalms 37, 23. God has given me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And I am well able to possess all that God has provided for me. This is based on Numbers 13, 30, 2 Peter 1, and uh, 3 through 4. God is the unfailing, unlimited source of my supply. My financial income now increases as the blessings of the Lord overtake me. And this is based on Deuteronomy 28.2. As I give, it is given unto me. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, and running over. That's according to Luke 6.38. I honor the Lord with my substance and the first fruits of my increase. My barns are filled with plenty. And my presses burst forth with new wine. This is according to Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. 
I am like a tree planted by rivers of water. I bring forth my fruit in season. My leaves shall not wither. And whatever I do will prosper. The grace of God even makes my mistakes to prosper. This is based on Psalms 1, 3. I am blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed in my coming in. Blessed going out. I am blessed in the basket. Blessed in the store. My bank accounts. Investments, health, and relationships flourish. The blessings of the Lord overtake me in all areas of my life. And this is based on Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. The blessing of the Lord makes truly rich and he has no sorrow with it. And that's based on Proverbs 10.22. My God makes all grace abound toward me. In every favor. And earthly blessing. So that I have all sufficiency. For all things and abound to every good work. And that's according to 2 Corinthians 9, 8. The Lord has opened unto me his good pleasure, his good treasure, and blessed the work of my hands. He has commanded the blessing upon me and my storehouse. And all that I undertake. And that's according to Deuteronomy 28, 8 and 12. I delight myself in the Lord. And he gives me the desires of my heart. That's according to Psalms 37, 4. The Lord rebukes the devourer for my sake. And no weapon that is formed against my finances will prosper. All obstacles and hindrances to my financial prosperity are now dissolved. And that's according to Malachi 3:10 and 11 and Isaiah 54:17. My mind is renewed by the word of God. Therefore, I forbid thoughts of failure and defeat to inhabit my mind. And that's according to Ephesians 4.23. I am delivered from the power and authority of darkness. And I cast down reasonings and imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. 
And I bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of God's word. And that's supported by 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. I am filled with the wisdom of God. And I am led to make wise and prosperous financial decisions. The spirit of God guides me into all truth regarding my financial affairs. And that's supported by John 16, 13. The Lord causes my thoughts to become agreeable with his will. And so my plans are established and succeed. That's supported by Proverbs 16, 3. There is no lack. For my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that's supported by Philippians 4, 19. The Lord is my shepherd, and I do not want. Jesus came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. Psalms 23, 1, John 10, 10. Having received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, I reign as a king in life by Jesus Christ. Supported by Romans 5, 17. The Lord has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And Abraham's blessings are mine. And that's supported by Psalm 35, 27 and Galatians 3, 14. I want to let you know something. I want to let you know something. The angels are listening. God's throne is established in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Psalms 103, 19. The angels were created as ministering spirits to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. Hebrews 1, 14. One of the ways they minister to and for us is by taking heed of our words when we're speaking God's words after him. If we are giving voice to God's words of promise, then angels have an assignment to see, to see to it, that the promise is eventually fulfilled in your life. They know Jesus said, you can have what you say. If you believe and doubt not, they are to do God's pleasure, verse 21, and God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. You have supernatural help. Don't keep your mouth closed. Saying is a part of your faith. The scripture says that if you had faith as a mustard seed, then you would speak that faith. You would speak the word of God. Right. I just want you to be encouraged and listen, you may have to do this two or three times a day. Don't just do it every now and then. You have to put pressure 
on the atmosphere, put pressure on the, the earth and the substance. Give instruction to your angelic help. Agree with God and his promises in order to see these things be manifest in your life. I encourage you to believe you receive as the scripture said and be faithful to your confessions. God bless you.